This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. And here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. Stunning allegations from former White House trade advisor Peter Navarro that he was dragged off a plane and strip searched for refusing to comply with the congressional subpoena. Bad grades for New York City and its mayor. A new poll finds that three out of four New Yorkers feel unsafe and only 29 percent of New Yorkers think Mayor Adams is doing an excellent job. Big gains by Russia in its efforts to take control of two key eastern regions of Ukraine. In a historic recall effort, San Francisco voters oust progressive DA at Chesa Boudin. Gas prices are on the verge of reaching a nationwide average of five bucks a gallon with 13 states already hitting that price point fueling consumer anger. A shocking revelation from none other than Peter Navarro. He's the former White House trade advisor under former President Donald Trump. He claims that he was strip searched during his arrest last Friday for defying his congressional subpoena from the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack at the U.S. Capitol. Giving his first interview since he was arrested by federal agents, Navarro told Fox News' Tucker Carlson about his alleged treatment while in custody. Illegal aliens, everything from illegal aliens to al-Qaeda terrorists were treated better than I was that day. I get to the jail cell, and it's like leg irons, handcuffs, strip search, no food, no water. No access to anything, solitary confinement. Navarro complained the FBI chose a different route instead of coming to him directly to cooperate. And during his appearance on Tucker Carlson tonight, Navarro also falsely claimed that he was subpoenaed illegally by the January 6th panel. Navarro, along with several members of Trump's inner circle, have attempted to cite executive privilege. The committee's findings go public during a primetime event tomorrow night. A new Spectrum News, New York One, Siena College poll says that 70% of New Yorkers say they now feel less safe in New York City than before the pandemic. And 76% said they are very concerned that they will be a victim of violent crime. Bad grades, too, for New York City Mayor Adams. According to the poll, only 29% of New York City adults think that Adams is doing an excellent or good job as mayor. This came as Mayor Eric Adams noted this week that shootings are trending downward, even while overall crime is up. Shootings are going down without violating the constitutional safeguards that we have in place. We're decreasing shootings. We're taking bad guys off the streets and we're going to create a safe city in the process. On fighting crime, addressing homelessness and safety at Rikers Island, New Yorkers gave the mayor even worse grades. However, by a 53 to 37 percent margin, city residents approve of the mayor's style. 
76% of New Yorkers say they are satisfied with the quality of life in their neighborhood, but 69% told pollsters they are concerned that a gunman could target people based on their race, religion, or ethnicity. Russia Tuesday claimed to have taken control of 97% of one of two provinces that make up Ukraine's Donbass region in eastern Ukraine. Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shaigu said Moscow forces now nearly hold all of the Lushank province. And it appears that Russia now occupies roughly half of the Donetsk province. Meanwhile, U.S. support continues to pour into Ukraine. Northwell Health President and CEO Michael Dowling on Cats at Night, hosted by 77 WABC owner and operator John Katsimatidis, says the company sent thousands of pounds of supplies and telemedicine to the war-torn country. Working with our telemedicine staff, they figured out a way to be able to connect with hospitals in the Ukraine so that the doctors and the nurses in the Ukraine can, uh, using telemedicine, connect with our staff here and then have our doctors here help them figure out what to do or provide second opinion advice. Moscow-backed separatists have been battling Ukrainian government forces in the Donbass region since 2014. Their focus has shifted to eastern Ukraine after failing to take the capital city of Kiev. Voters out in San Francisco yesterday ousted a district attorney who eliminated cash bail, vowed to hold police accountable, and worked to reduce the number of people sent to prison. Chesa Boudin, the progressive district attorney, was removed after two and a half years in office, according to the AP. L.A. Deputy District Attorney John Hatami appeared on the Rita Cosby Show right here on 77 WABC Monday, and he spoke about his efforts to recall Los Angeles District Attorney George Gascon. I want to let George Gascon know that he is next. He is next. We have less than 30 days to collect 566,000 signatures. Uh, We are very close to our goal. Um, we, we need to work as hard as we can for this next 30 days and do everything we can. Mr. Boudin's replacement will be chosen by Mayor London Breed, who has made public safety a cornerstone stone of her tenure. Well, New York's about to join states where a gallon of gas has hit five bucks a gallon or more. As of yesterday, AAA says the national average is $4.92 a gallon. Heading into summer, analysts predict even higher prices. J.P. Morgan predicts the U.S. could surpass $6.20 a gallon by August. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen during a Senate Finance Committee hearing Tuesday said that she expects inflation to remain high. With respect to energy, the uh, administration has done everything that they can to bring down energy costs, for example, through um, an historic release um, of a million barrels a day from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Yellen expects the Biden administration will likely increase the 4.7% inflation forecast for this year in its budget proposal. She also said that the U.S. was dealing with unacceptable levels of inflation, but that she hoped price hikes would soon begin to subside. Here's your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. We have a 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms until late morning, then clearing. Partly sunny skies, the high 79. Overnight, the rain's back, an 80% chance of showers, possibly a thunderstorm after 3 a.m., the low 68. And an 80% chance of showers tomorrow, possibly a thunderstorm until mid-afternoon. Wind gusts to 29 miles per hour tomorrow, the high 74. Right now, 67. Cloudy skies, light drizzle in some areas.
Well, actor Matthew McConaughey has delivered emotional remarks. He did so at the White House press briefing yesterday. The actor and Uvalde, Texas resident, told stories of those who died in the Robb Elementary School massacre in Uvalde, Texas, and he urged more action on gun control. McConaughey and his wife, Camilla Alves, spent most of the past week with the families of those who were killed in that mass shooting. He said that action needs to be taken to honor the lives of the 19 children and two teachers killed at Robb Elementary School last month. Responsible gun owners are fed up with the Second Amendment being abused and hijacked by some deranged individuals. These regulations are not a step back. They're a step forward for civil society and and the Second Amendment. McConaughey called for universal background checks, raising the minimum age for purchasing an AR-15 to age of 21 and a waiting period for purchasing AR-15s and the implementation of more red flag laws. Elementary school teacher Arnolfo Reyes, wounded in the Robb Elementary School massacre, played dead for over an hour after being shot inside of that classroom at the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. In an interview with ABC News, he criticized law enforcement response. He also described the chilling moments of encountering gunman Salvador Ramos. There is no excuse for their actions, and I will never forget them. Reyes is recovering from two gunshot wounds at Brook Army Medical Center. That's in San Antonio, Texas. A 17-year-old veteran teacher described multiple harrowing encounters with Ramos offering the most vivid account yet of what transpired inside his classroom on May 24th when 18-year-old gunman Salvador Ramos attacked Rob Elementary. Reyes said he was shot twice. One bullet went through an arm and lung, and another bullet hit him in the back. The funerals for the victims continuing until June 25th. Well, an update for you now on the baby formula shortage. The U.S. government is flying about 110,000 pounds of Nestle baby formula from Germany to Texas for distribution nationwide. That's according to the White House. The formula will arrive in Fort Worth, Texas tomorrow. Here's Dr. Alice Phillips of Cook Children's Pediatrics, who spoke to Dallas ABC affiliate WFAA. But look at just the large grocery stores like Walmart or um, Costco. Look at the smaller locations, because sometimes the smaller locations may not have run out yet. The shipment is the fifth since the Biden administration launched Operation Fly Formula. Nestle is shipping Nestle NAND Supreme Pro 1, Nestle NAND Supreme Pro 2, Nestle Health Science Alpha Minnow Alpha Minnow Junior Formulas, Gerber Good Start Gentle and Gerber Good Start Extensive HA to the U.S. The Nestle NAND Supreme Pro Stage 1 infant formula will then be available across the country through Nestle and Gerber distribution channels, according to the Biden administration. As prices surge in the United States amid inflation levels not seen in 50 years, companies have engaged in a practice that is called product downsizing or shrinkflation to cut costs. Notable brands to shrinkflate their products in recent months include Charmin, Bounty, and Gatorade. Bert Flickinger, who is Managing Director of Strategic Resource Group, spoke to this about cats at night. Shrinkflation, which is shrinking the size of the package and charging more for it. It's unprecedented price gouging of the American consumer. So the package sizes are shrinking by 20 
five to thirty five percent while the prices are going up fifteen to twenty. Joining the parade of downsized products is Honey Bunches of Oats, which has seen the weight of its standard box. For example, previously 14 and a half ounces, less than to 12 ounces. Another shrinkflation casualty to emerge is instant coffee provider Folgers, which shrank the size of its canisters by seven and a half ounces. The U.S. inflation rate hit eight and a half percent in March, the highest since 1981. A new study has found a complete remission for a small group of patients with rectal cancer. Encouraging, but a doctor at Dana-Farber Cancer Institute said the treatment isn't for everybody. The study was done at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center and backed by drug maker GlaxoSmithKline. Twelve patients with a rare kind of rectal cancer were given immunotherapy. After six months, all of them were cancer-free. Dr. Ben Schlechter talked about the treatment to NBC10 in Boston. This is a big deal, and it's a real game changer. And I hope it's as good in five years as it is right now at six months. Um, And there's reason to think it's going to be as good as we hope it is. But it may be in five years we discover that there are real problems with this approach. But I bet you a lot of people are going to benefit tremendously. Treatment for people with rectal cancer typically includes chemotherapy and surgery. Additional trials with the therapy are planned. The rate of colon cancer in younger people has been on the rise since the 1970s. A weekly dose of a medication recently approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to treat type 2 diabetes may also help adults without diabetes lose weight. That's according to a new study. This drug is called terzepatide, which is sold under the brand name Monjaro. It was studied in people without diabetes in three doses. Participants with obesity given the 5-milligram dose lost an average of 35 pounds. 77 WABC time check, 515. Time to head over to Justin Ellick with sports. Morning, Justin. Good morning, Deb. I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. Well, the momentum for the Rangers was nice while it lasted. They got run up and down the ice all night long by the Lightning in Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Final last night. Steven Stamkos, Andre Palat, Pat Maroon, and Nikita Kucherov each buried a biscuit for Tampa Bay. And tender Andre Vasilevsky had 33 saves. And route to the 4-1 to Lightning win. Here was head coach Gerard Gallant after the Game 4 loss. I'm not worried about them building them. Hoping it's going to be a homer series. And that's what it looks like so far. We were pretty good in our building. They were pretty good in their building. So. All right. That's, uh, thanks, coach. The long goal for the Rangers coming off the stick of Artemi Panarin late in the third period. But it was moot as the Blue Shirts will try and get back to form as they head back home to the Garden with the series not at add two. Puck drop for game five is set for tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Let's get outdoors now for some baseball as the Yankees got back to work last night in Minnesota against the Twins. The big boys in pinstripes showed up in a big way for the series opener with Giancarlo Stanton hitting a solo shot in the first and Anthony Rizzo following that up with a three-run shot of his own in the seventh feel like I'm missing someone. Oh, right. That's right. Uh, All rise for the 22nd time. Judge with the 21 home runs tied for the fifth most in Yankees history through the first 54 games of a season. And Judge hits that high in the air to center field. Celestino back all the way back. He's not going to catch up with it. Goodbye into the grass. A two-run bomb off the bat of Aaron Judge and an early 2-0 Yankee lead. That call courtesy of the S-Network. 
Uh, New York didn't meet, need much help on the bump last night as they cruised to the 10-4 to win over the Twins. Middle game of their three-game set in Minnesota is set for tonight at 7.40. That'll be Nestor Cortez going up against Chris Archer. As for the Nets, they get shut out by Hugh Darvish in a 7 to nothing loss. Darvish went for seven stellar innings with six Ks, no free passes. They'll try and do better tonight against uh, San Diego's Sean Manea with Chris Bassett set to go for the orange and blue. First pitch, 9.40. Also tonight, game three of the NBA Finals in Boston between the Celtics and Warriors. Tip is set for 9 p.m. Eastern. For more sports content, follow 77 WABC ABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. And here with your early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Hi, thanks, Justin. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Bring your umbrella. 60% chance of showers and thunderstorms until late morning. Then it clears. A partly sunny afternoon, the high 79. Overnight, the rain is back. An 80% chance of showers, possibly a thunderstorm after 3 a.m., the low 68. And tomorrow, showers back. An 80% chance of showers, possibly a thunderstorm till mid-afternoon. And breezy, wind gusts to 29 miles per hour, or the high 74. Right now, 67 cloudy skies in the Big Apple. Frank Morano, standing by with your business report. I'm Frank Morano with your business report. The opening bell rings this morning after a higher close on Wall Street Tuesday. All three major indexes rose sharply after trading in the red following Target's profit warning. Investors shook off recession fears and stocks turned positive in choppy trading. At the closing bell, the Dow Jones gained 264 points. The S&P 500 added 39 points. And the Nasdaq rose 113 points. The Atlanta Federal Reserve's GDP Now tracker is is now pointing to an annualized gain of just 0.9% for the second quarter, down from an estimated 1.3% increase less than a week ago. With first quarter growth down 1.5%, a second consecutive quarter of negative growth meets a rule-of-thumb definition for recession. BuzzFeed Inc.'s stock plummeted 41% on Monday, shortly after a ban preventing executives and major institutional investors from selling their shares was lifted. The plunge was the worst percentage drop in the digital media company's short trading history, and its market capitalization has now shrunk by more than three quarters since its December trading debut. A BuzzFeed spokesman attributed the volatility to the lockup period, which he said expired on June 1st. According to Douglas Elliman's latest market report, the median ask for a rental in Manhattan has skyrocketed to $3,925 a month, a staggering 31.9% year-over-year jump from April of 2021. That means in order to apply for a city apartment, a renter would need to earn $157,000 per year under the 40 times rent rule that landlords generally require. It's a new record high for rent in the city, coming off record lows during the thick of the pandemic. I guess New York is back. I'm Frank Morano on 77 WABC. I'll be back at 1 a.m. on the other side of midnight. Thanks, Frank. Looking at your futures this morning, the down the red down 175 points at 32,990. S&P 500 down 20 and one quarter points. The Nasdaq's fallen 48 and three quarter points. Gold down $1.80 an ounce at $1,850.30. Crude oil up 68 cents a barrel at $120.09. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. 
Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. The Democratic candidates for New York governor squared off in a debate Tuesday night on CBS 2. New York's Governor Kathy Hochul, of course, the incumbent Congressman Tom Suozzi and public advocate Jamani Williams debated as political reporter Marsha Kramer and anchor Maurice Dubois moderated in partnership with News Radio 880. In the final segment, the candidates were asked to give one-word answers to questions that they didn't exactly comply with. In one word, and we'll start with Mr. Williams. What is the one thing you simply cannot live without besides your family? One word. My love of theater and acting. Ms. Hochul. My Bible. Mr. Swazi. I'd probably have to say my phone. The leading Republican candidates for governor will debate Monday at 7 p.m. on CBS 2 and News Radio 880. Early voting, meanwhile, for the primary runs from June 18th to the 26th. Election Day is Tuesday, June 28th, with polls opening that morning at 6 a.m. New York City's Mayor Eric Adams Monday painted a dire portrait of how an upcoming U.S. Supreme Court ruling on gun rights could exacerbate gun-related crimes here in New York City and also the ability of the NYPD to police gun owners. This keeps me up at night. If this right to carry goes through the Supreme Court and becomes the law of the land, can you imagine being on a four train with someone having a 9 millimeter exposed? Everyone on the train is carrying. <laughs> this, is like, this is not the wild, wild west. The Supreme Court expected to hand down a decision as early as this week that could make it harder for New York to restrict concealed carry of firearms. Adams has repeatedly expressed concern about the ruling. He is consulting with the city's law department on what legal recourse might be available should the court expand access to permits. New York City already has in place some of the toughest gun restrictions in the country. The NYPD says now it has made an arrest in the case of a woman shoved onto the subway tracks. This happened in the Bronx Sunday afternoon. Police say Theodore Ellis is a man seen on surveillance video grabbing a 52-year-old homeless woman and then forcefully hurling her onto the elevated tracks. This happened at the Jackson Avenue subway station. Ellis allegedly told police he had a prior argument with the victim. New York's Governor Kathy Hochul yesterday addressing safety in New York City, promising this to New Yorkers. We are looking at all ways we can to make people feel and actually be safer than they are right now, that they feel right now. So we are looking at all options. Police charged Ellis with assault and reckless endangerment. They are still investigating if the victim and her attacker knew each other. You can also take a look at that video. It's up on our website at wabcradio.com. An MTA bus driver was brutally stabbed by a passenger in Brooklyn. This happened around 12.20 a.m. Tuesday, right near Ocean and Flatbush Avenues in the Prospect Lefferts Garden section. The bus operator was driving a Q-train shuttle bus at the time. Here's Transit Workers Union Local 100 Vice President J.P. Patafio. My members are going to act. Buses aren't going to roll down the streets as if nothing is happening while operators are getting stabbed, spat at, cursed at, and disrespected. Police say the 39-year-old driver was confronted by a man trying to access his bus through the back door between stops. The driver saw what happened, pulled the bus over, and kicked the suspect off. The suspect then came back with a knife, allegedly stabbing the driver in the stomach and slashing him in the face, cutting him over his eye. 
This bus driver taken to New York Presbyterian Brooklyn Methodist Hospital in stable condition. He is expected to survive. The attacker is described as a man in his 30s. He fled the scene on Empire Boulevard, and so far he remains on the run. A fallen NYPD officer was posthumously awarded the Medal of Honor by the NYPD yesterday. Police officer Anastasos Sakos from Highway 3 was helping divert vehicles off the Long Island Expressway when a drunk motorist with a suspended license careened, fleeing an initial crash, striking and killing him on April 27, 2021. Here's his widow, Irene Sakos, speaking during the officer's funeral back in May of 2021. I wish we could grow old together. That was the plan. The driver fled the scene but was later apprehended by responding officers. Sakos survived by his wife, who you heard there, and two children, as well as his parents, Stavros and Anna. At his funeral, May 4th, 2021, at the St. Paraveski Greek Orthodox Shrine Church out on Long Island, then Police Commissioner Dermot Shea posthumously promoted police officer Sakos to detective first grade. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center, 60% chance of a shower or thunderstorm until late morning. Then it clears a partly sunny afternoon, the high 79 overnight. The rain's back, an 80% chance of showers, possibly a thunderstorm after 3 a.m., the low 68. And then tomorrow, an 80% chance of showers, possibly a thunderstorm until early to mid-afternoon. Windy, too, gusts to 29 miles per hour tomorrow, the high 74. Right now, 67 cloudy skies. Oh, that's it hard. Yeah, and he likes it too. It means it's good. Well, that's golf champion oh, Dustin Johnson there. On Tuesday, he became Here the latest go. player to officially <laughs> resign from his membership on the PGA Tour. The two-time major champ said that for the immediate future, he planned only to play in major tournaments and events sponsored by the Saudi-backed LIV Golf Circuit. A report last week in The Telegraph said Johnson was paid $125 bucks to join LIV Golf, whose major shareholder is the public investment fund, the Sovereign Wealth Fund of Saudi Arabia, worth more than $600 billion. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.